Well, welcome to another episode of Great Workday, a podcast interview that's all about gaining more joy and better results in the workplace. We're discussing today how being courageous enough to have a conversation with your manager, you can design your very own version of what work-life balance should look like to you. And it's my absolute pleasure to introduce to you our guest today, Nigel Wales, who's branch manager at Bayview Credit Union because he spent 13 years in the financial industry moving through increasingly senior roles, beginning as an independent insurance and mutual fund advisor in 2009 to a branch manager with Bayview Credit Union, which incidentally is the largest credit union Brunswick, I'm just saying. Uh, Nigel's been a people manager in the retail banking sector since 2012, and through the years, as a people manager, he's focused on people development and inspiring a positive, collaborative, productive working environment for his staff, a culture of coaching, of transparency and approachability, all the things that we want from a leader, and it's always been top of his mind. And I know he has some interesting things to say today. Nigel, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on the show today. Welcome. Absolute pleasure to be here, Ella. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. Me too, me too. You've got so many cool things to say. Well, let's go right into it. So, work-life balance. Is it a pipe dream? Is it a load of rubbish? Or is it something that you believe that everyone can obtain? I totally agree. Well, I, I think that it's a it's not a load of rubbish. I think it can absolutely be attained. Um, it's about knowing what is important to you and being really clear about what's important, how you can still continue and get your job done while still, you know, being there for your family and, and knowing when to draw the line and how to kind of balance both sides of it. So, um, no, absolutely. It's not rubbish. Um, and I think that with the right approach and being open and communicating, it's attainable for anyone. Uh, thank you for honoring the British word rubbish, as I've just recognized that it is very, very British, isn't it? I should be, <laughs> I should be translating that to garbage for those from <laughs> North America, but thank you for continuing that. Uh, <laughs> um, but you're right and it sounds really easy when you put it that way and you're a manager you get to control that little bit more of how your day plays out being the people leader but if you're not in that position of power how do you go about figuring out what are your values and how do you actually have that conversation have the courage to say hey manager this is what i'd love my day to look like how, how do you do that because it sounds so easy yeah no and it's uh, you're you're right in that sense as well um but it, it really comes down to, like I said at the very beginning, it's, you know, what's important to you for everyone that's going to be different. So, yeah. you know, there there's going to be some instances, you know, in my role, in anyone's role, uh, in anything that you do, there's some table stake stuff that just can't not be done, right? So right. if you are committed to being there from a certain hour to a certain hour and, you know, you've got things that have to be done during that time, well, you know, you there are some give and take. Um, that being said, uh, firstly, it, it would be about you understanding what's important to you. So from my personal experience in, in, in my working life, um, I worked for one of the big five banks back, uh, well, more than four years ago. And uh, in working with them, as I moved through more roles and became uh, a manager of a larger group or at a bigger branch, um, the opportunity was there to plug in a little bit more so I could get everything set up on my cell phone or I could work from home, um, which, you know, back more than four years ago wasn't really a, a big thing. Oh, yeah. um, 
but it wasn't that I couldn't go in and only work from home. I was there for my regularly scheduled time. So, you know, however that was worked out, uh, my 37 and a half hours in the branch, but I was connected after the fact. So what I experienced was I'd be connected after and the phone would ring, you know, a, a, an email would come in and I'd be in the middle of Sadly, I was reading stories to my children and an email would come in and without even noticing, pause story, reading cell phone. Mm -hmm. And it just became, I was always plugged in and I always had the phone on my hip. Um, not that I had the cell phone holder. It was just... <laughs> Are you just sure a, you weren't just, that cool, Nigel? Just, just a phrase. <laughs> I didn't actually have the cell phone holder. But um, no, but it, you notice it. And it, it, at one point I thought to myself this and my wife helped me realize it but it was this can't be the way that I spend all my time um and unfortunately I uh, you know I kind of built that for myself and I thought that by being constantly connected and being always there and always on my path would be streamlined and I would be where I wanted or I thought I wanted to be really really quickly um now I'm no longer with that company um, and, you know, because of those experiences, when I joined Bayview, um, in talking with my now manager, um, we had a really good conversation at the beginning and she's very supportive of when you're here, you're here. And if you're home, you're home. And we don't want the, we, we don't bleed those lines over. Right. If there's something I've got to do within my role and it's after after the hours that I'm I'm to be working, the expectation would be I'd take some time off during uh, you know my regularly scheduled working day or or I'd you know be able to work within those those types of things. But an email that comes in at nine o'clock at night, there's no expectation that I've read it and responded before I go to bed that night. Yeah, um, jobs out there that truly believe they're almost doctor-like and on yeah. call and that yeah. and you think that as people go up the ladder we make the assumption that the hierarchy above us would expect us to do more now we're potentially or are earning more money do you think that's a stereotype that's that's starting to dissipate and I, yes i would say it's starting to dissipate i would say that um the more and COVID really brought light to this and, and kind of the way everything changed. People have choices. And, yes. you know, if you're not happy where you are, there's someone that would love to have you. And, I, you know, I'm not trying to say if you're if you feel like you're not getting a work life balance, quit your job right this moment. It's more, you know, how do you make your role and your work experience and life experience? How do you balance those things? So. Right. For example, here I am today. My daughter, who's eight years old, was homesick today. And so oh. I, I I wrote my boss and told her this morning, I said, you know, not going to be in. Nora's not feeling well. I'm going to, you know, be at, uh, at home. I've got my laptop and I, you know, I'm lucky enough that I was able to plug in and do some of the stuff that needed to be done today. But I've been here all day and she's doing better to, you know, now. Uh, <laughs> she was home all day so that's the best remedy is to sit around and watch tv and um and yeah so not you know not every role is always going to have the i'm just going to sit at home and do my job right. um but to you know to i guess in a roundabout way answer your initial question your employer and you 
spend a ton of time together and your manager and you work very, you know, in most cases work quite closely together or spend quite a bit of time in the same area as each other. So we have to understand that that's not all we do in our life. And we've got a home life. We've got, you know, a work life, if we call it that. Um, And to bring your best self and to be your best you at work, you need to have that time to spend time with your family and and be there for them and be there for yourself because you know you may not have a wife and three kids um you still need time at home and you still your manager and people managers need to realize that you know you don't have a a dance recital to go to but there's things that you just need to unplug and you just need to go home so i try to ensure um and, and you know it's it's hard um, at times, but I, I try to make sure that my people know that if if you can't be here being at work, um, let me know. We can work through it. We can figure things out. Um, we need to get our job done, but you're more important than the building and the thing that you're working on right now. Right. We'll get things done. Um, I tell my people quite often it's it's only banking people aren't going to die if something goes wrong here today we can fix it there's you know we make mistakes every day we can fix them um things things will get dealt with it's okay you need to take care of yourself and that's the most important thing and i'm sure as a, as a result of you having that collaborative relationship with your teens less mistakes are likely to be made because they are able to bring their best selves and be well when they're working and on form and yeah to that i would say a big piece of the collaboration that i really try and instill within my team and 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 at you know at my branch is not so much just let's talk about things it's if you think or if you've got a the feeling that something that's happening or changing or um something that's being brought forward isn't right or you you don't understand it or you can't you don't necessarily agree with it it's perfectly fine to say like whoa let's slow down let's talk about why um and you know really great timing for me to be here last week i just took um a course a change management course and uh it really opened my eyes to a lot of things that i had already been doing but didn't really kind of have the the framework behind it to understand the depth that I could even take it further. Um, but a big piece about it is if your people don't understand why and why we're doing it now, then that everything stops right off the bat. And, yeah. and if you can't be open to communicating with your people that you manage or your manager that manages you about the things that are happening, it's never going to work. So right. we need to, as, as people leaders and as employees, we need to be comfortable in standing up and saying, well, not saying, I guess, asking questions and, and, and looking yeah. for more detail and, and, and wanting to know more. There's tons of power to that because it only strengthens what you're doing as you go through it. 100%, 100%. And I'm so glad that your team have that ability with you. Not everybody listening right now may think, well, I, I couldn't do that with my manager. You know, I'm scared to go into their office. You know, yeah. the big bad boss, the principal uh, uh, effect, isn't it? And it does take courage to speak out, to ask questions, to um, um, to question why things are the way they are, and especially in times of change like you say like what 
beautiful timing yeah. <laughs> to go on a change management course. Like the world is evolving at a fast pace <laughs> you can almost not keep up with and change management is something that we all should be looking at. So well done you and, and uh, Credit Union for looking at that. But how do you find the courage or what kind of courage and vulnerability do we need or self-talk do we need to be able to say, I deserve to, to have my voice heard, to have these good, rich, relationship building conversations for better collaboration and get past that fear of the big bad boss sure. you know i never imagine anyone saying that about you nigel although there might be somebody right now listening thinking oh you don't know you're the big bad yeah. boss but it's yeah. it's that history of what we've been groomed to believe the hierarchy is not to be questioned so how do you find that courage and do exactly that well firstly it doesn't happen very often but there are days in which it's just not best to approach me. Everyone has a bad day. There are days that I could be a big bad boss, but I try try my hardest not to be that way when I'm at work uh, or at home. And, and, and that's the same thing. Like to come back home, you need to separate that when you walk through the door. And, yeah. and this is completely off topic, but there use, there were, and there still will be from time to time, there are days that I come home and just don't even, don't even yeah. be around dad. Yeah, and, and you know, that's uh, something that, that over time I've learned to kind of work through. But again, there's still going to be days that aren't, aren't ideal when you come through. Um, but to answer your question, I would say um, a big piece of communicating with the big bad boss or, or any, any people manager that you have or, or any leader that you're, you're around or involved with um, is about... It, it, it's really about being, I'm trying to think of the right word for it. It's, it, it's about approaching your people manager in a constructive understanding and non-confrontational way. So it's not to walk in and be like, you know what? I need every Monday off or else I'm going to, you know, that's not going to go anywhere. Right. But to, to be respectful and to be understanding that it might not be something that they just go, yeah, you know what? That's perfect. Let's make that happen. It may be something you have to work for a while on or come up with your own solutions. And I think that that really would be your key. If you're having a, a problem in in communicating with your people leader and there's something you need, think about what the solution could be before you end up in front of that people manager. Yeah. So if okay. you're saying right, right. Yeah. So you, you kind of hinted at it. It's self-talk, but you know, a lot of people think of self-talk as just making yourself get the courage to go there. But to sit down and say, okay, if I need this, what's the gap that's going to be left in my employment? And what are the workarounds or how can we manage that if I'm not going to be there? Right. Um, so to show up in front of your people manager and say, this is what I'd like to do and this is how I'd like to see it. Here's the solution that I think would work really well. Do you think we might be able to make that happen? Yeah, beautifully said. Beautifully said. And you're right. Having that, being constructive with the conversation and not kind of bursting in there is, is everything, isn't it? Planning yeah. out the conversation so the manager all managers and tell me if i'm wrong here nigel like to hear i want to be my best self at work and i want to give my best and here's how i think that can happen and i think you know when more people have these conversations and not be fearful of leaders whether they're at the side or above more richer conversations we're going to have more results we're going to have and, and more joy in the workplace i think 100 as a result of that yeah, yeah and I, I i would agree wholeheartedly there that 
one I've got two things that really resonate with me resonate with me resonate with me and have like my entire yeah <laughs> so these like th- there's these two things that really have resonated with me and stick with me my mom told me when i was a, a kid like child is if you you know people don't automatically get your respect they have to earn it and you could take that a little too far but really what i hear from that is you know work with me and everything will be fine it, it, you know if, if you approach someone from a respectful pers- a respectful position and you you treat them the way that you'd like to be treated which is that old golden rule but approach them from a place of understanding and 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 conversation as opposed to just expecting that they're going to bend your way or the other way expecting that I'm going to bend your way it's not going to happen like it's just you start on the wrong foot from the beginning and secondly when you're talking about any change anything work related and my current boss has said this one is let's stick to the facts like what are we actually dealing with here so are things getting done yes are are you you know are you struggling in an area and you not being around is going to affect that because this is you know you're you're more or less self sabotaging yourself so talk about it but stick to the facts of what's at hand take the emotion out of it and we can make wonderful things happen um and so those two kinds of things you know you could be the big bad boss or you could be a great boss that are adored by everyone but we all have to remember that big boss mean boss great boss they're just people and those right. people yeah. need you know are, are are just like you and I um it's just everyone acts and reacts a little differently so try and find some common ground and um you're not always going to get your way you're not always going to get what you want but as long as you don't feel like every time you approach a situation you're being beat down you can make it work like you can work through things yeah there's often creative solutions isn't there as long as uh, the core thing is being done and everything's taken yeah. care of most people will uh, will go in that direction wise words really thank you for sharing that uh, thank goodness for great mums and great bosses allowing you to have uh, those conversations but I'd, I'd love to um to reinforce what you've just said there we're just humans having a human experience <laughs> sometimes they happen to be paid a little bit more money than us have more knowledge more expertise more solution orientated and skills but we're just humans having human experience and i think the more that we remember that i remember that work isn't the be all and the end all but also really important everyone will work together and it's a partnership isn't it that leader employee is, a, is an absolute partnership and i hope we've uh, inspired someone today to go and be courageous and have that conversation and find some beautiful solutions that help everyone bring the best selves to work but i'd like to ask you this wrap up question if i may Nigel. sure if we could cast our minds back obviously just a few years uh being back in school um <laughs> just a few years just a few years um what do you wish that they taught you that you didn't know before about going into work. Hmm. Okay, you know, that's a really good question. Um just a, 6 months ago when I was graduating high school. Um <laughs> <laughs> No, um Wow. So, yeah, I would say this yeah, okay, here's one. 
so back, many. <laughs> yeah, there's there's many many. So going into the workforce, um, I was never uh, the smartest kid in the class. I was never the uh, I was the class clown. Absolutely, um, I was talkative, but. My it. teachers, no, 100. Um, my teachers, my vice principal, like I've been told several times through my high school career, um, that it's going to be a rude awakening when Nigel hits the real world, right? So this, you're not going to be able to be the way that you are. I've been, I was told this. That you're, you know, you're going to have a rude awakening when you go and uh, and join the workforce, um, rightfully or wrongfully. Uh, probably shouldn't have said that to a high school kid but it happens so when i joined the workforce i went in with this kind of i won't say fear but this kind of i was holding back and i'm waiting to see like what work was going to be like and how things were going to transpire and that type of thing i didn't know work could be as fun as it can be um and i think that as you get comfortable with the world of work you find out where you fit within that and you realize that firstly you spend more time with the people you work with than you do even with your own family and secondly you can have fun and still get your stuff done and it makes it so much better for everyone it really does so thank you for sharing that i wish someone would have said you know what you'll be fine and you'll have tons of fun when you go to work and uh you know i i I really i i wish somebody would have kind of highlighted that a little bit more when when you're going through that process yeah yeah and i'm sorry someone said that to you i'm also really glad that that now you're in that position where and, and thankfully not long after they said that to authentically bring your best self just yeah. exactly who you are I don't know who needs to hear this today but exactly who you are right now you are more than enough and you are going to be great and as Nigel says and that's such a good reminder work can be a ton of fun you can make great friends you can serve people who will become great friends and be you know and make great impacts in their lives especially financially because you know we're ruled so much by money so frequently so look after it's an important an important job of which we're grateful that you do nigel you know and that's a what a beautiful way to wrap up nigel this has been an absolute pleasure i wish we had more time let's bring you back on one day to talk but thank you so very much for being a guest on today's show thank you so much for having me ella i'll do it anytime you just give me some heads up and i'll be right here Oh, I'll count you in for that one. And, and thank you so much for our listeners for joining us uh, for this episode, A Great Work Day, a podcast that's all about getting more joy and better results in the workplace. And we really hope that you've enjoyed this wonderful conversation with myself and Nigel and that you're going to check out how we could possibly help grow your career with the confidence, capabilities and skills you need to have a great work day every single day. And to listen to another podcast with us, simply subscribe to our uh, channels, YouTube, iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, Google and Anchor. Until next time, thanks for joining us.